Thanks for joining us today. Welcome to Soul Old 2. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And so glad to be with you today. Uh, we've been kind of dealing with so many uh, ideas in our culture, and some some is counterproductive, some is productive, and some is kind of outright confusing. Now, have you ever felt that maybe the uh, the back and forth with people arguing politically and taking a stance for this or against that or for this is so exhausting that sometimes you might need a break from the news. Well, maybe there's one way you could look at it. We all suffer in life. We all have pains. We all have struggles. We all have issues where we uh, wonder, am I going to make it? And is there hope for me? And so my question today is is in the form of a of a a modern saying, and the question is this, what is your plus one? You've heard people say, well, you could come with me to this event and be my plus one, you know, my extra person. And have you ever considered looking at your problems, your suffering, your struggles as your plus one, as something that is not necessarily your worst enemy, your most dreaded experience, but your plus one that is going to help you move forward in your life and grow? There's a scripture in Hebrews 10, uh, 2.10 that, that talks about being perfected through suffering. That, that suffering is the only thing that can make certain things, certain character traits in my life and in your life perfect. And uh, there was a man by the name of, of Cortland Myers who said a century ago, he said, human character must have a plus attached to it. The world does not forget characters, or great characters rather. But great characters are not made of luxuries. They are made by suffering. And he said this in reference to the idea, and, and he used as examples in his wonderful writing that, that uh, iron plus fire, solid, is a rock plus heat. And you have to have iron and fire to make something. And we often want to grow and we want to progress as people. But how do you grow? You often grow through suffering. You often grow through pain. You often grow when you have to endure things that you would never want to endure in your life. And this is how life is. And uh, another man by the name of Austin Phillips put it this way, by the thorn road and no other is the mount of vision one. In other words, he is saying that Often, the things that you want most in life, the things that you want for your family, I don't mean vain things, I don't mean stuff. I don't mean stuff you order on Amazon. I mean the things you can't buy, the things you want for yourself. There is always a great price to it, and you have to suffer in a sense to get there. This suffering is not some perverted idea of atoning for your sins so that you can get what you want, because only God can save you through grace. But it's the idea that you have to have toil uh, to get there, because it's never easy. It's never done while having uh, a suntan on the beach, but it's done, rather, by going through the process and going through the fire. So maybe instead of looking at suffering as just an unfortunate tragedy, one that I hate, one that I, I'm horrified of, one that has maybe kept me up at night or caused me great anxiety, maybe I need to start looking at it as as something that is going to build me up and something that's going to make me grow. 
Now, that is very difficult if you happen to be going through it right now. And we would never ask anyone, you know, me, me being a minister, I would never be as inappropriate to ask anyone to say, hey, you know, uh, you just had someone, you know, in your, in your life pass away. Um, maybe this is your plus one. This is not what I mean today. I mean that at some point you look at any suffering in your life when you're ready to look at it. And you say, you know what? It was the worst thing that happened. And if I could avoid it, I would have avoided it. But I'm going to grow through it. And I can see how even though it was tragic, even though it was awful, I'm the better for it. I grew through it. And in growing through it, I honor the person that I lost. This is what I mean today. That often we only treat ourselves as victims or as people who maybe, uh, you know, you know, I'm just the one suffering here, and um, and and that's it. And but the question is, if God is really a person who works all things for good, right? He is the great cosmic recycler. He recycles your pain. He recycles your tragedies and troubles. If he really does that, and you really believe that, then there has to be a moment where you grow and you say, you know, I would not have chosen this path. I, I have a dear friend who has a physical ailment for many, many years, probably almost thirty years now. And he's an amazing, amazing person, a great communicator. Loves God, uh, just walks with God every day. And other friends of mine who know him say, I would never want to have his badge or his credentials. In other words, he's, he's well known uh, as, a, as a traveling speaker and just a, a person who, who challenges people to follow God. But most people don't want those credentials because he had to suffer greatly to walk in that kind of revelation. And so if we really want to, to be a blessing to the world, often there's a price to be paid. There's something we're going to have to go through to be able to be a blessing to somebody else. Now, maybe something that is bringing things together uh, is, is another way that we should look at our suffering, that... Often we, we think of any kind of pain or discomfort as, well, my world's falling apart and things are awful. But what if, what if that is actually the beginning of something coming together that never came together before? Many years ago, I had the unfortunate experience of having, having to do a funeral uh, for, uh, for, for someone who was very young. And um, this is probably 20 years ago. And the hard part about that is that you, you, you see it as something that is tragic and awful, and it is tragic and awful. But that person's family years later told me, you know, people came from Texas and from all over the country and all over to be together, and, and these people were family who had not spoken to each other in many years because of some some petty bitternesses or problems they had or criticisms or you name it. You have family. You, you get what I'm saying. So if there's one thing that came out of it, out of that bad situation, after the funeral, years later, they saw it, is that the family came together in a way that they had never experienced before. And this is what I'm saying today, that God wants you to find what he's doing in that situation because he will never waste your crisis, especially if you surrender it to him and say, God, right now I feel like everything's falling apart, but I know you're faithful. So one more thing. The things seem to be tearing us apart 
the things that seem to be tearing us apart are actually the things that can form us. Those things that seem like they're the last straw that that they're, that if if that straw goes, I'm going to be destroyed. That can be the catalyst for something awesome in your life. And this is not something again you see right away when you're going through the pain. It's it is perfectly appropriate to feel the pain, to rage at the pain. In fact. Almost two-thirds of the psalms are called lament psalms. Therefore, people going through that pain and shouting it out to God, saying, Lord, I'm in pain, help me. I'm not saying on the spot that we, we have to figure that out then. But at some point, as time goes, ask yourself the question, what is my, my plus one? What force in my life is causing me to grow? What, what one thing in my life is making me a better person a better Christian, someone who, who maybe maybe wasn't patient last year but is more patient this year. Maybe I wasn't as loving last year, but I'm more loving this year. So you need both. You need both to really develop. You need, you need uh, pain, and then you need purpose in God. Think about centripetal force and centrifugal force, which are two, two, uh, two forces of physics. Right, centripetal force is when force goes towards the center, like a spinning top. But centrifugal, centrifugal force is when it when it moves away from the center. And it, it, in a way, that's a great way of of talking about the plus one that you need something that's pulling you apart, but also something that's bringing you together at the same time. And that's what God does when He allows us to go through seasons of suffering. There, there's a, the awful feeling that I'm being pulled apart. But then there's the other feeling that, hey, you know what? Things are actually coming back together. And by the grace of God, I mean, I would not have elected to do this. I would not have chosen to do this. But nevertheless, here I am, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grow through this. I'm not going to allow myself to, to be a victim of this situation. So be encouraged today to follow God in your seasons of suffering. Don't let suffering kill you, but let it develop you. Let it become your plus one in your life. And I, I'd like to ask you to continue to watch these broadcasts. And and uh, if you are on on the web, of course, check us out on uh, soul02.com where we have videos and audios and we have blogs and articles. And uh, please uh, like us on Facebook and and. And uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is through the website. And so until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.